Hi, and welcome to the 18th episode of Basha's Thoughts. In this episode, I'd like to tie together the last two episodes that we had. Last time we spoke about freedom, and in the episode before that, we spoke about a new way of organizing that is now available to us. So, in the episode on freedom, we basically talked about how freedom is related to a fearlessness. It is when we can become truly fearless that we can become truly free. And in our society these days, we do have a type of society that works very well with fear. So fear is used as a way of control because we do have the hierarchy of power that is our method of organization. We use this in our companies where we have this big boss and then we have different levels of management and in the end we have the workers. We have this in our societies, our cities, towns, regions, countries, even groups of countries that work in this way. There is a center of power and we have seen this way of organization play itself out in all kinds of ways throughout millennia. Well, at least that's what we have access to a few thousand years of history. And we have seen that this has not been able to create a system of thriving masses where all the individuals are truly happy, able to be themselves, express themselves, and for this system to last. We may have had short periods of time of greater affluence, for instance, but even the best and biggest of empires have fallen. And so we know that it is a system that is, so far, we have not been able to make work with um, this ideal world that we would perhaps like to see where we have peace, love, and everyone is thriving. So this system, we know, works with fear. So in order to control the masses, it is easier for you if you can use fear. And so that has been used in so many different ways. And it is used right now in our media as well. A society like that will have difficulty finding freedom, finding true freedom. In a society like that, if you ask someone, what is freedom? Well, then freedom for them would somehow be related to moving up in the hierarchy. And moving up, getting more power, is a corrupting idea for human beings. So... It doesn't really lead to a lot of positivity. And if you ask a person, what do you mean? 
what is freedom to you? They would probably say something like, well, actually, I would relate freedom to private ownership. If I have my own house, my own castle, and they would relate it to exclusivity, and they would relate it to independence and self-sufficiency. So see if I have my own castle and I can have everything so that I don't depend on anyone else. I am my very own person. So it's a very self-centered way of thinking. It's very interesting that this is actually related to the system within which a person lives. So this self-centered way of thinking is closely related to the hierarchy of power and to the hierarchy of power being the organizing principle of society. And in those societies, if you were a more spiritual being and you really wanted to help people to find a better version of freedom, to actually liberate them, what would you do? Well, actually, then you might, might do what the religions have been trying to do, and you would try to impose something more ascetic, like you would say, well, give away everything you have, become a monk, less materialism, and yet people in that society would feel, oh, I'm not sure I want that. I really like my things. I don't feel much better. And so there is a war going on, and that also promotes violence. So this is something that we have had for a long time. But the very interesting part is that, as we spoke in um, episode 16, there now exists a new way of organizing things. So we no longer have to organize things through the hierarchy of power. We can now organize things through autonomy. And this is so different that when you first hear it, you might think, well, I don't even know what to think of it, how to think of it, what this means. And this idea, it didn't come up in a vacuum. It actually was born in a society where we do already right now see a different way of being and thinking. And this is something that we do tend to see more in the younger generations than in the older ones. So look, even the idea of freedom is starting to morph when it comes to people in society. See, if you were to ask someone uh, from a maybe younger generation what freedom is to them, unless they were very well versed in the hierarchy of power, they might actually say, well, you know, freedom to me has to do with having access to things. I don't actually have to own them. I want to be able to use them. 
I want to be able to have access to everything. So if I need to go somewhere, if there were a way of getting somewhere and I didn't have to own a car, you know, that would be so much better. So having access is better than actually owning things. And here, exclusivity is not as interesting. Here, you're looking for inclusivity, to be inclusive. So you're looking to share things, which is kind of also a little bit the opposite. You're not wanting to have everything just for yourself. You're more interested in sharing things and you're more interested in creating inclusive systems. Here, we look at knowledge and information in very different ways. In the past, knowledge was power. So those who knew how to write, those who knew how to read, were the ones who had the power. They had all the knowledge and that had to be locked up and protected. Again, keep everything for yourself. Well, that part has already been unlocked if you look at society. With the internet, we're moving into a very different era because now we're sharing information. All of a sudden, information and knowledge are much more accessible. This has, of course, transformed a lot of industries that have to do with music, for instance, that have to do with information in general. Newspapers, publishing, the world of publishing, books, all of that has had to change to fit this new model, this new way of thinking. And so, slowly, we are actually moving into a very different way of looking at things. If you think about it, in the past, if you thought differently from your friends, maybe you were in school growing up, but you saw things differently, well, if you tried to share that information with others, they would probably just bully you and you wouldn't be very successful at it. And so you would have to adapt. Yes, you might grow up with more grit and you might be more well adjusted to that type of society. But you would not be able to express who you truly are live who you truly are. Nowadays, we have other possibilities. So if you are different in some ways, but there's no one around you who thinks the way you think, you might find a friend somewhere in Alaska or maybe Romania or who knows, in China. Someone who might be very far away, and yet they might share that same interest. Maybe you're both interested in the same type of ideas, 
Maybe you have the same hobbies. Maybe you have the same types of talents. Or maybe you just have the same way of thinking or the same types of worries. Whatever it is now online, you have a chance of actually finding your own community. Community of people who are like you and you can interact with them. And so chances are you will be able to continue being more you. And it might mean that you're not as well adjusted to the world outside. And I think that this is in a way what we are seeing with the younger generations very often, that there are many different problems that come up. But I think that this is because, in part, because they are not well adjusted to the world that we have been having for millennia. Their values are changing. Their ideals, like the ideal of freedom and what it means to be free, are all changing. And the key is that the ability to organize in a different way is already here. And so I wanted to point out that to you, that this new way of organizing things is not in a vacuum. It is within a society that is starting to become formed. And we have already seen a lot of different aspects of it. I mean, if you think about the idea of Airbnb, of sharing your bedroom and putting it up so that you can rent it out to people, or sharing your car, giving rides to others, Uber or other similar apps, all of these things are starting to become a part of our society. There are parts of our society that are trying to work against them, prohibit them. And a few years ago, in a lot of countries, it was possible for you to set up maybe some solar cells on your roof and actually connect energy, the energy that you are catching into the grid so that whenever you have a surplus of energy, you can actually sell it to everyone else or you can sell it back to the company that sells you energy usually. And whenever you need energy, you can buy it from them. So this was something that was very interesting for a lot of people. But now most countries have reached the conclusion that they don't want this anymore. Of course, if you think about it, I mean, it's so much better if you have clean energy that way. And then you can also maybe even make a little bit of money on it. That seems very good for uh, the general public. And yet, it's forbidden in a lot of countries now. And you would wonder why. I imagine that the reason is that because if you do this, now it becomes difficult for the government, for instance, to tax you. 
So they don't they won't be able to tax you on that income. So it's really silly and it's a part of the old system. So I believe that governments as well, if they want to survive, they will have to adapt to a different way of working. Also in our society, we're moving faster and faster towards a society where a lot of things will be almost for free with the 3D printing technology and moving into clean energy, moving away from the fossil fuels. Well, if you can have pretty much free energy and you have your machines that create whatever you want in very uh, inexpensively, your marginal costs, the costs of any additional units go towards zero. Well, that's pretty much what already happened with information, right? So we're moving in that direction and we have to be able to adapt. And to me, this is a very positive development. And yet, of course, we will see a strong fight being put up from the people in power within the hierarchy of power because they will want to keep their power. And so we see all of these things. We see people trying to forbid, prohibit. We're seeing people or governments or cities trying to prohibit, for instance, cryptocurrencies or ways of sharing energy. Even in some countries, it's even illegal for you to share your energy. So if you have a solar cell on your roof and you want to share that energy with your neighbor, it's actually illegal for you to do that. You can only do it for your own house. You cannot give it to your neighbor. And that seems so very silly. And yet we will see that come in more and more. And this is why we're seeing more totalitarian, authoritarian systems coming up. But since the other way of organizing already exists and there are people working on it and we do see that the younger generations are already starting to adopt values that are different, even when you look at empathy, these generations usually have a greater sense of empathy. And you can see that also in the vegan movement around the world, where it just doesn't make sense for people to exploit and mass slaughter others while destroying the earth. These just seem like very strange ideas to a lot of younger people especially. And so they move away from them. And so I believe that at present, we are actually moving in a very good direction, in a very positive direction, even though this is not what you will see and hear from the media. Because the media are part, the mass media, are part of that hierarchical system. 
But I believe that we are moving towards greater freedom. So, thank you for listening, and I'll talk to you in another podcast. Take care.